everybody! Welcome to another episode of Dev Party! Dev Party is our mini, kind of mini, episodes that we do between our main episode where Eric, who's over there, Hello. and me, Vanya, develop film. <laughs> yeah! Here we are! <laughs> That's what we do! Here we are, developing film! <laughs> yeah, and so we're going to walk you through... How to develop ECN2 using the ECN2 kits that, that I have for sale. Uh, yeah. I've got some ECN2 stuff to develop, which is actually C41, but I develop all my color in this. Mm -hmm. And you've got some, what do you have to develop? Two sheets of uh, that CD, like Fuji Chrome CDU that I've been shooting at 6 ISO. Oh, so that's I, really fun. Yeah. yeah, I developed it in C41, and I really love the colors. It was so yeah. much fun. And so this will be kind of fun because I have a fresh new batch of ECN2, and I'll get to kind of compare and contrast the colors uh, between the two, see which yeah. one works better. Yeah, Generally, when you're doing C41 film, the ECN2 developing kit will boost the contrast and boost the saturation a little bit. And mm -hmm. what makes me happy about that is it's all, almost always gray here in Seattle. And so I can shoot color when it's gray and all the colors still pop. It's very nice. Before we start developing, we're not developing yet. You still have to mix up your chemicals. Yes. We're basically, you're going to like teach me how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has done this in school, but I remember in seventh grade, my science teacher said, okay, your homework is to step-by-step step, tell me how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And so we were like, oh God, this is so easy, right? So we come back the next day and he starts reading them or he has us read it. And yeah. while he, we're reading it, he's doing what we are saying you're supposed to do, how to make it. And it's hilarious. It's so funny <laughs> because it's like, we, uh, most people didn't, you know, get the bread. Like, okay, so he has like this loaf of bread. You don't, he didn't, you didn't say to open the bread. You know, there's all these like tiny little things that you have to kind of add to, you know, actually make this work. So if you have kids at home, <laughs> <laughs> and you want to do something really fun, tell them to write down how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and you guys go through the directions together and see if they did it right. <laughs> so it's it's making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for complete morons. <laughs> exactly. And so we are going to teach you how to mix and then develop using the ECN2 kit as if you were a complete moron. Yeah. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna assume that. No. You, I, we assume that you know how to open things, and you know that if we tell you to take something out of something, that you do need to open it to get it out. We're going to assume okay, like fine. a basic level of seventh grade intelligence here. Fine. Okay. I will open the package. Okay. So okay. Here's, here's what I have in front of me right now. Okay. I have yeah a liter of water, and right now it's just a little over 106. Okay. Uh, I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. The instructions say to heat... 800 milliliters of <laughs> distilled or filtered water to around 110 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. Now, the reason you need 800 milliliters is because when you add the chemicals, it will displace some of the water. Uh-huh. And it will bring it up close to 1,000. And then at the end, you'll have to add water to make it 1,000 milliliters or a liter. Okay. Got you. So I'm going to dump some water out. Yeah, dump, dump 200 milliliters of water out of that thing. <laughs> I have one of those Instahots on my sink. Oh my gosh, oh, you guys. Perfect. It's yeah, the best. Wow. <laughs> kind of 
kind of fancy. <laughs> it is. Okay. Yeah, it's like okay. perfect for for dev party. Okay, so oh, right now I'm at like ooh, like 109. So let me actually just that's, dump that's a little f- bit more out, and okay. I kind of want to get it perfect. So I'm just gonna dump okay. a little bit out and add some Insta Hot. Okay. That like comes out pretty hot, and that should yeah. probably get me close okay. to 110. Okay. So. You want to open up the developer kit. I'm assuming okay. you've done this, or have you not done this yet? I have opened up the developer kit, and I have okay. two bags with a lot of other little baggies inside. The one bag marked dev, or developer, yep. or whatever it says. Yes. Open that one up, and in that you have five bags. Yes. Okay, let me open it up. Okay. There's a lot of little baggies in here. It there looks... are. <laughs> there are five. It looks suspect. It is not suspect. <laughs> I promise you. So what you okay. want to do is you want to get your water going. You want to stir it. Okay. Okay, and want to, so while you're stirring it, add each of the bags, one by one, in the mm-hmm. order that they are numbered. Their numbers exist for, an or, for a reason. One, so, two, three, four, five. So there's five bags in here. Yes. Say exactly what it is and how many grams it is. Yes, that is all correct. It. Isn't that amazing? It is pretty amazing. Okay, so I actually have like a little swizzly stick that I use to uh, to like mix developers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it's from like an old. I don't know where I got it, but it it is actually like a photography little stick. It's amazing. I'll have to take a picture and show it to you guys. So I'm gonna um, start moving my water, and I'm gonna start opening these bags up now. Do you need to? Make sure that they're dissolved before you start adding any of the other ones. I would do that. Yes, that's very important. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's. Okay. I just. I just did the first one, which was the sodium sulfite. Okay. And now the instructions I, say to dissolve each before moving on to the next. So make sure the sodium sulfite is totally dissolved. Okay. That looks really dissolved. So I'm gonna go with bag number two. Ooh, bag which number two. Is Potassium bromide. Ooh, yes. Ooh. Love me some potassium bromide. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> Why is it weird? You've done this before. I know, but <laughs> it's weird to do it, like, on mic. Okay. Okay, so that actually looks pretty good. Okay, now nice. this is a big bag. Number this is a big bag. Yes. Sodium carbonate. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Sodium carbonate. Soda ash. Here we go. Oh, like for tie-dye and stuff. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I've never tie-dyed anything. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So now it got not clear anymore. Now it got a little bit milky. The water. Okay. That makes sense. I'm going to... It feels good. Let me just... Awesome. Okay, number four. Should I test you to see what it is? Like, if you remember what it is? Yeah, it's baking It's baking soda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Number four. Number four. Go. Small little package. Going okay. In. Going, going in. into the pot. Oh, my goodness. What I mean, it is... I love that you numbered all these. This is, uh, this is well, very nice. It's very you sort helpful. of have to. If you're gonna okay. if you're gonna tell someone to do it in sequence, you do have to number them. Yes, definitely. Okay, so in the last now, one, I am to the last one. Is this the magic one? This is the magic or, one. <gasps> this is my favorite part. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, number. This is the CD three. Yes. 
Okay, this is the one that makes magic happen when you pour it in, right? Well, this is the one that makes magic happen to the film, because this is the, this is the stuff that actually develops it. Okay, bag number five, here we go. <gasps> a little bit of a sizzle. <laughs> a little bit of a sizzle, it's true. A little bit of a sizzle. Okay, so I'm going to actually put all these bags back in this other bag, and I'm... I actually kind of wanted to send this back to you. <laughs> Why would you do that? Please don't do that. I do not want your empty bags. I don't, I don't want them either. <laughs> well, that's why we have garbage cans. Okay. Okay, so what you want to do is where is the water now on your mixing thing? Um, well, let me give it another good stir here. Okay. All right, let's see. I am at uh, like 850. Okay, so add uh, roughly 150 milliliters of water. doesn't have to okay. be warm or anything like that, but just add it. Okay. Now, you do want to keep in mind that you're, uh, if you're going to be developing right away, that adds, you know, hot, some hotter water to, to get, bring the temperatures within 106 degrees. Gotcha. That you're going to be developing okay. at some point. Well, so I already cleaned out some bottles that I'm using, and I did something that... Everybody, I highly recommend doing before you even mix anything, just take a piece of paper tape, write down the date, and write down what it is on the cap, and then also on the side of the bottle, too. Because yeah. sometimes you can, like, the caps, if they look the same, you can put it on the wrong one, and then you have your Blix or your Bleach on your um, developer, and that's not good. So you want to make sure that you keep everything, like, pretty separate. For this. And you don't have to use any special containers. You don't have to use the brown ones that are for film uh, chemicals. You can use, like, I think I'm using like old water bottles that I had when I was traveling from like mm -hmm. three years ago. As long as they don't have holes in them, you can use them. Yeah. With bottles, it's great too, because you're able to kind of get a lot of the oxygen out. So when you yeah. seal them, when you're not in use, you can try to pull as much oxygen out as possible before you put the cap back on it. So yeah. that's really nice. Okay, so now I'm going to fill up my pitcher up again with 800. Okay, so yeah, we, we are doing the bleach now. You've, you've mixed up the developer, and now we're going to mix up the bleach. So in the kits, there are just two chemicals that you're mixing up. One is developer, one is bleach. There is a fixer, but we'll get to that in a moment. But now we're going to do bleach. Yes. And bleach just has two bags in it. Just two chemicals in this bleach. Okay, so I'm at 110 -ish. Perfect. Perfect. One tannish is perfect. So get your water stirring. Okay. And so this is potassium ferrocyanide. Stirring my water. Here we go. All right. Number one, potassium ferrocyanide. Yeah, this That's... is a beautiful red color. Yeah. Wow. Now it's very, very yellow. Ooh. Like top ramen. <laughs> I don't think it is. That fake chicken colored top ramen. <laughs> I think it's a little stuff. different. Yeah, probably a little different. So let's now. Is it, is it dissolved? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Let's so let's add good. potassium bromide now. All right, here we go. Here we go. Oh, no magic here. No, 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 I'm sorry. Bummer. Can you just like add a little bit of sizzle to this? I'll add some pop rocks next time. <laughs> yeah, you should. I feel so sciencey. Ooh. 
Oh, I hope this is enjoyable for people. <laughs> I can't imagine how it is. So, okay. you've got your dev, you got your bleach. Now, you have, did you top off your bleach? I'm going okay. to go ahead and pour it in yes. my bottle that's already labeled Wonderful. and ready to go. Okay. All right. Not too bad. Not too bad. Nice. Wow. It's very yellow. It is incredibly yellow and very thin, so it will leak out of whatever you're developing it in. So wow. be prepared for that. So, you've got your bleach, you've got your developer, you need your fixer. I do. do you have your fixer? Now, what I use is Ilford's Rapid Fix. I use the same fixer for black and white that I use for color. It mm -hmm. is a, oh, what is it, an ammonium theosulfate fixer. It works fine. I really like Ilford's Rapid Fix. Uh, you are going to be using Photographer's Formulary TF4. I'm, I've not used this on color before, so we shall see. I think it works. You say you have used it before. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I'd recommend doing would be washing really well before using it, and I think we do that anyway. We don't use an acid stop, so that's fine. So I have my fixer like in a bottle and I was already warming it up. It looks actually about 100, so I'm going to take it out and put it in some hot water and just let it sit. Okay. And check the temperature in a few minutes. It should be at one of, you know, 100 still, okay. uh, which is perfect. Uh, and then I'm going to take my pitcher and get tempered water ready because during development, I'm going to use this tempered water to um, rinse between the dev and the bleach and the fix. Okay. Oh, that sounds good. So essentially, we are basically ready to go. We have to get our cams up to temp and get everything kind of around. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we will start developing. Yeah. Don't go away. We'll be right back. He's here. My mystery date. Mystery date. Are you ready for your mystery date? Don't be late. It would be great. Open the door for your mystery date. It's mystery date. The thrilling new Milton Bradley game of romance and mystery that's just for you. And you. And you. And you, mystery date, will you be ready for swimming or a dance? When you open the door, will your mystery date be a dream or a dud? Oh. Fun and surprises, that's mystery date. Remember, Milton Bradley makes the best games in the world. So girls, open the door for your mystery date. Mystery date. Hey, we are back. Ooh, so yay. let's develop some <laughs> let's develop some film. So we are we're, we are already pre-soaking. Yes. So we're going to dump the pre-soak and then add the developer immediately thereafter. The developer okay. is 106 degrees and our timers are set for three minutes. And we're gonna do this together? We are gonna do this together. Yay! Okay. <laughs> Alright, tell me when to start pouring. Okay, hold on one second. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm gonna try this. I, my 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 uh, my <laughs> we're gonna try this. So let's start. Let's start developing. I'll tell you what I did. I'm possibly wrong. Okay, let's start and add the developer. All right. So while we're adding the developer, I will tell you that my pre-wash was fluorescent green. Uh oh. Which reminds me that it was really reminded me of Fomapan, and I use a lot of Fomapan, so I'm wondering if I'm developing Fomapan in ECMT oh, chemicals. No. 
color? I don't think so. I think it's color. <laughs> I don't I don't know. See, this is this is the best. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it is. Once you add the developer, you agitate continuously for 30 seconds, and then I we've been kind of continuously agitating, haven't we? Yeah, we have. And it's really worked for us. We had a problem with, with streaks. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem wasn't the agitation. I think the problem was we weren't washing well enough. But yeah. since we've been constantly agitating, we haven't really had problems at all. So yeah. it's kind of like a if it ain't broke, fix it till it is situation, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, we are, we're at two minutes now, so one minute has elapsed. And so wow. I am still just gently rocking it back and forth. We're doing sheets. Both of us are doing sheets. This is the same process that you would use for 35 millimeter film or 120 film. Uh, the a lot of folks have been using this for ECN2 film, which makes sense. Motion picture film makes perfect sense to do that. My kit doesn't include a uh, a ramjet removal, and that's because. Ramjet removal is incredibly easy. If you talk to Mike Rosso from um, Film Photography Project, Film Photography Podcast, he will tell you just hot water and some elbow grease. And that's true. I personally like to use baking soda. I put two tablespoons of baking soda in for each roll, and that brings it right off. Okay. Now, and that's at 100 degrees or something like that. So the problem with that is baking soda is very, very alkaline, and your developer is acidic. I could have that wrong, but I'm pretty sure I don't. But anyway, it does mess with the pH. So I what see. you want to do is if you do take your remjet off using baking soda, wash the hell out of that film. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So is this something that you should do before or after? Well, the remjet can be done after, but you're going to have chunks floating around. So it's best to do it before. And we've got gotcha. 30 seconds left on the developer. What? So, so yeah. quick. I know. <laughs> I just checked the temp of my uh, my bleach, and I'm still looking really good on Perfect. bleach temp. So, yeah, yeah, everything's going good so far. I'm doing a happy dance. Well, the developer's temperature <laughs> is 106. The bleach and everything else is 100. And actually, when you get down to the fixer, it's between 80 and 100. It really doesn't matter at that point. Mm-hmm. Okay, we are done. Okay. Let's... Dump the dev back into the dev container yes. because you reuse these chemicals. You can do, oh, I don't know, let's say f- safely 15 rolls. Okay. But yeah, I mean, probably, I mean, 20 ish is what I've done. Yeah. And so it's always using- safe to put a, put it, you know, put a like time frame on your, on your kits. You know, don't yes. let it sit for six months. No, I mean, you should really be using this within a month. If you get a kit, maybe I should run a subscription service. But if you do a kit once a month, you'll be fine. I wouldn't let it sit much longer than that. Mm -hmm. And so I am now... I use a water stop, so the developing has stopped. Yeah, so question with the water stop. um, how How many times should I fill up this tank? I'd say three. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Okay, this color film is really looking a lot like like foam pan. <laughs> oh no, my gosh, this is so funny. <laughs> oh, pressure's on me. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I'm just glad it's not me. <laughs> oh my god. And so the way I wash is with the Ilford method, and that's 
I fill up the container with water. The Ilford washing method, by the way. I fill up, fill up the container with water and then dump it out. And then fill it up again with water and then invert it five times and then dump it out. Mm-hmm. And then fill it up with water again and, divert, and invert it 15-ish times and then dump it out. And then again 20 times and dump it out. And then everything should be clear. Everything should be clean. And everything should be wonderful and ready for the next step, which is your bleach. Which I am ready to do. If you you are ready to do that. <laughs> I... I am indeed ready to do that. Now, we bleach for three minutes. Is that right? Okay. Three minutes. All right. Ready to add bleach? Yes, I am. Okay. We're started, and let's add some bleach. Now, the bleach needs to be at 100 degrees Fahrenheit, somewhere around there. It's not it's not real picky. I think Kodak gives it a plus or minus of two degrees Fahrenheit. Fill it up. Cap it. And, and uh, we'll agitate it. So, inversions on this, what do you think? I think, you know, since you're doing a three-minute process, I would do it every 30 seconds or every 15 seconds. I do it continuously sometimes. You, I don't think you can really over-bleach, so I'm not really worried about it. If you want to just do it all the time, go ahead. I don't think anyone's going to really care. I think we're going to have to do a live dev party soon. It's just going to, it's, it has to happen. I mean. Oh, at some point we will, for sure. We got to do it. We got to do it. Because stuff like this is awesome. <laughs> what I shot, or what I hope I shot, was a Kodak Internegative film, mm-hmm. uh, 4114, that expired in, I think it was 1996. Oh, wow. And I've been getting some really good stuff with that. And I had it out to load. I'm pretty sure I loaded it. And I'm pretty sure I loaded it in this, in these film holders. And I'm pretty sure I put that film into this tank. So, we'll see. I mean, it's old and, you know, maybe maybe the pre-wash makes, makes a green like foam up. It's, it's very know, possible. It, we have 10 seconds before dumping Ooh. out. So let's All do right. that. Okay. Okay. You ready to dump out your bleach? Yes. Okay. Let's dump out the bleach. Ooh. Let's be a little more careful about dumping out the bleach. I mean, I kind of did something similar with the Neopan. Was it the six? I think it was Neopan sixteen hundred. Remember? Yeah, you did. You did that yeah. exact same thing. It was very similar. <laughs> so, and since there is no like stopping, like you don't stop your bleach. So I just do an Ilford method to wash it. So after you're done okay. bleaching, pour in water and then dump it out. Pour it in again. Invert it five times, dump it out, pour it in again, invert it ten times, dump it out, then fifteen, then twenty, and you should be done. What's nice about the bleach is that if you're not done, it's very yellow. It'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, it'll tell you it's not washed. Yeah. Because I'm pouring out my first wash and it is yellow still. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be it's just a very uh, a very strong very strong chemical. Do you remember the Hypercolor t-shirt? <laughs> oh, God. That was a little bit after my time. It, well, yeah, it was like 90s, like early 90s. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't wearing Hypercolor t-shirts then. I, I was wearing Gorilla Biscuits t-shirts then. <laughs> it definitely was. <laughs> I had this amazing shelter shirt. It was a green long sleeve with like Sanskrit on the side. I don't know when it, where it came from or how I got it, but I got it. I don't know where it went either. 
You don't have like a box of like old shirts at your mom's house? No. I, I would wear shirts till there just wasn't shirt left to wear anymore. Gotcha. Still a tiny bit yellow. Yeah, well, keep, <laughs> keep washing it until it's not, essentially. Okay. Okay. All right, mine is pretty well clear. I'm gonna fill it up one more time. And then I'm going to get my fixer ready because fixing is the next part. Yes, I am checking my temperature. I'm actually a little bit over a hundred. Actually, ugh, kind of a lot. I'm at like 103, I should probably cool down. A little bit, yeah. Well, I am going to tell you my secret. Sometimes just pouring it like out of the bottle and oxygenating it kind of cools it down a little faster. <laughs> don't, don't, stop it. <laughs> well, just like taking it out of the bottle where it's really hot and opening oh. it up in like a pitcher of water kind of like uh, reduces the heat a little bit faster. Oh, sure. Like when you oxygenate so, it. Let me kill you. <laughs> Please don't kill me. Listen, Fomopan. <laughs> we don't know that for sure yet. Also, I have a um, <laughs> I have a grape otter pop, and I use it to cool down <laughs> my my uh, temperature because I don't really like the purple <laughs> ones, you guys. Sorry if I'm pissing anybody off right now. <laughs> okay, are you ready to add your fixer? Uh, I guess. Okay. <laughs> So right, we fix better. for five minutes. Okay. And so are you ready? Yep. Okay, I'm going to push the button and let's start adding our fixer. Now again, I use Ilford Rapid Fix. There are other fixers that you can use. Mm -hmm. uh, I really recommend Ilford Rapid Fix though. Yeah. But you know, if you find something and it works, awesome. And if you find something else and it doesn't work, you can refix with something that does, like Ilford Rapid Fix. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. So, um, really quick. Yeah. Just in case no one got what I was saying about the Otter Pop. Uh, if you are a, if you do color development, I highly recommend that you guys designate something in the freezer that says do not open, do not drink with some something co like cold water in it. So like a small, tiny, like frozen water bottle works really well yeah, or something else. So if your temperatures are too hot and you need them to cool down, you have something designated to do that. You know, obviously you rinse it off before you put it back in the freezer, but this really helps out because sometimes things get way too hot and then I need to fix things faster <laughs> than, than I can get them to cool down. So a little bit of like a frozen water bottle inside a, inside your chemicals just for maybe even like 20 seconds does the trick. What a good idea. And you can take that one to the bank. I will. I'm going to just start like coming up with these like old sayings and start just throwing them in in random places where it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's my new plan. I hope it's it works plan. for you. I hope it works. <sighs> one of the things that's nice about ECN2 is that it keeps you moving. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Action pack. It's very much similar to like uh, slide film E6. E6 it is, feels yeah. like that too. E6 is a little more difficult, I would say, because the temperatures. Like this one, kind of has more of a range. Like you can get your temps up, and the fixer can kind of be out of the hot water, and the fixer can go down, and it's okay. Like it's, it doesn't have to be exactly like particular temperature, but with the slide film, the E6 development. 
that one was, that's a little nerve wracking in the beginning, but once you get your system down and you know, you have a way to heat your chemicals, you just, you just kind of start to like get a rhythm. Yeah, you really do. And like with any chemicals, I would recommend using gloves. I'm not wearing gloves and my hands are feeling a little sketchy because of the fixer. I don't like getting fixer on my hands. It just feels gross. You should always wear gloves. Always Highly wear gloves. Always yeah. wear gloves. We never do. I mean, that's that's probably dumb. It's very dumb of us. Why are you gonna put me involved in what you are doing? What you're not are doing? You don't know my life. Are you wearing gloves? Maybe. Okay. So, <laughs> as far as ventilation goes, I'm in a bathroom with no ventilation whatsoever, uh, which is great for mold, but it's not a great place to develop to, to develop film. I've not felt the need for ventilation. I feel pretty fine without it. Okay. Um, well, I'm in my kitchen. It's pretty open air, but like, yeah. I'm not. Like, even when I was mixing the powders, I'm not sticking my face in there or anything like that. Well, no, don't stick your and face in And I do actually it. normal. <laughs> I do use gloves. I'm not using gloves now. Kiki's going he's gonna to message me and get me in trouble. <laughs> well, okay. Well, no, that's one good point to mention when you're mixing the chemicals is we all have masks now, right? Yes. So put on a mask when you're mixing yep. the chemical, mixing powdered chemicals anyway. Put on a mask. It can't hurt. And you're already wearing one anyway. Okay, we've got 20 seconds left on the fix. Shut so, up. Already? Uh, already. Yeah. Have you, been, have you been agitating enough? Of course. Well, it's funny. So I'm like, I, I've been like agitating and then doing like this little dance. I think I had too much coffee today. <laughs> you think? Okay. So let's pour out the fixer. All right. And after we pour out the fixer, we'll have to wash our film pretty well. So we're going to take a break there. Oh, and also, does it need to be tempered water, or can we go back to cold now? Um, I wouldn't go back to cold, but okay. I guess you can. I use, you know, warm water. Okay. Okay, so we're going to do this and be right back. Today's FBI will continue in a moment. Who, who, who's got a crush on you? Hello, hunks. It's Dream Phone, the electronic game with the talking phone. To win, call guys, get clues, figure out which guy really likes you. He's not wearing a hat. Bye, guys. What'd he say? My secret. Ah. You. He's not at the beach. See you later, guys. <laughs> it's Dan. Dan, my man. You're right. I really like you. Yes. <laughs> Dream Phone, the hot electronic talking phone game. It's for you. Okay, and we are back. So I am done washing, and so what I do is I, for a final wash thing, I add some filtered water, because right now I'm just using tap. I add filtered water and put a few drops of photo flow in it. You don't have to do this, but it's a little thing I like to do because, well, with roll film, it really seems to help with, with uh, 4x5 sheets. Um, I guess it dries probably a little bit better. Makes sense. So I've done that, and it looks like I've got two photos. Really? It, it is. It is not Fomapan, by the way. <laughs> it is not Fomapan. Okay. So yeah, these look fine. These look great. Yeah. How about you? What do you, what do you got going on? Okay. So do you remember when like I shot, I I shot this. Uh, was it two days ago? And I had my camera set to a uh, time. So I opened it up and ruined the first shot, and I was like, no. So I ended up having to, I knew one was going to be bad. So one is okay, bad. But the other one I think came out. I'm going to pull it out of the water right now. Okay, perfect. I take out the negative. 
out of the tray, put it in water and just kind of like rub it one more time because I feel like there's like sometimes you can see like a little bit of residue where where the negative was touching the um, the plastic holder. Sorry. Oh, sure, sure. Ooh. Oh, hell yes. Oh, this is cool. <laughs> Yeah, it came out so nice. It was beautiful. Beautiful sunny day. I handheld this. It was 6 ISO. Why don't we, since we seem to have decent negatives here, which is honestly shocking, uh, <laughs> why don't we fast forward to the future and talk to Ooh. future Eric and future Vanya and see what they have to say about whatever, whatever it was that we just did here. Okay, that sounds good. Let's do that. Well, hello. It's us from the future. And our yes. pictures are developed, we're ready to talk about them. So let's start with you, Vanya. What do you have? Yes. I have one gorgeous sheet to talk about. I posted it on Instagram, um, I'm assuming a couple days ago now. Yeah. So yeah. I'm s- in the future, but still in the past. Ooh. Ooh. How strange is that? Very strange. Uh, so it's this film that you recommended me to purchase uh, like maybe a year or two ago. Yeah. And I've been savoring it. I have, you know, several sheets. Uh, I have tested it before and I did like a test at six and 12 and I decided that six ISO just makes it beautiful and fun. And I think that's what this is. Yeah. Beautiful, fun, strangely cold, but with yellow, with very warm yellows, but not like cold yellows. It, is that a thing? Can you say cold I, it yellow? It is on this photo. It seems like it's a, it almost looks like an overcast day, but it was, it was sunny, right? It was. Yeah. So it's a weird, it's a weird thing. And this internegative film or the duplication film, that it does that. There's always strange hues and casts to it. And that's why I like shooting it. And that's why I recommended it to you. Cause it's, it's not a film that looks normal. It doesn't. It it definitely makes things look a little more surreal, surreal and odd. I'm I'm just so happy that I have this stuff. You know, I know that like people are really bummed out about not having Fuji Color, and I just I want to really be thoughtful on how I use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's like several possibilities. I shot some portraits and developed it in C41, and I think possibly for people, I would still continue to do that. But I think with landscapes, ECN2 is like perfect. Yeah, it just is a ton of fun. I'm very interested to see what the reds will render because I don't have any reds um, no. any of my photos. Next time I shoot this, I will definitely make sure that I uh, photograph something that has some red in it. Um, yeah, the reds will pop. It almost reminds me of maybe like Metropolis. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of Metropolis. Yeah, that look. It has that kind of look to it. Yeah. Definitely. So what did you um, what you get? Well, I did these when I was shooting uh, a little bit south of Seattle. It's along the Duwamish. I think it was along the Duwamish River. And the first picture I took was of this crane. And this was also using an internegative film. This was, uh, I think, Vericolor internegative or duplicating. I'm not sure if there's a difference between the two. So you guys know, let me know, because I'm not sure. Anyway, it's a, it was a cloudy day with a lot of blue sky and a little, little tiny little airplane flying over. And I shot into the sun and I wasn't, wasn't expecting a whole lot. And I really like how, I don't know what, what if it was the developer, if it was the film, if it was the light. I'm not sure what happened here, but it's very dark. 
I don't know. There's not a lot of color to it, but the blues that are there are really, really wonderful. You have two completely different looking photographs. Yeah, that were taken within minutes from the same location. Like I just, I literally just moved the camera 90, 90 degrees over. I was pointing straight ahead and then moved it to the left. And that's mm-hmm. it. Same tripod shot too. Just loosened it and moved it to the wow. exact same minute probably. And so, yeah, my second shot is of a barge kind of docked, I guess. I guess it'd be docked mm-hmm. with some yellow packages on top of it, <laughs> packets, things on top of it. But the real star of it is a, is this a heron? Uh, egret? Could be. A bird. <laughs> a water bird. A long-necked, very slender water bird standing on a rope just hanging out there. And he watched me and posed for me for about oh, 15 minutes, maybe, maybe 20 minutes. And I got a bunch of shots from him. This is the only color one. I only had two sheets of color with me. I love this shot. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah. So I talked to you about this. Yeah. Uh, off mic. This might be one of my favorites that you've taken in a, I mean, of course, like I'm always your big fan. Yeah. And we always cheer each other on, but there is something very special about this. And I told him, I was like, you have to share this. It is so beautiful. The colors are gorgeous. There's like this almost matte feel to the water, the reflection on the water, the colors of the barge, the color behind the like stormy clouds. Like there's like these stormy clouds and they're like gray and dark, but then right behind it, I th- and I think this has to do with the ECN too. There's like this like beautiful like teal turquoise like popping out behind the clouds. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You guys have to see this photo. It is amazing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I would totally like ask you like I would ask a print of a, of a print of this one. Well, it's a I lot a of fun. So you might be able to get one. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, we'll have all of these in the show notes, uh, all three of these. It's kind of neat to just be talking about three photos. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that's it. I think um, we'll send it back to the the past and uh, we will see you next time in the future. I I think so. Sounds good to me. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. Thank you so much. Yes. Eric and future Vanya. Wonderful people. Yeah, very, very good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. That's developing yeah. ECN2. We've done it before here, and now we just thought we'd kind of bring you back through it again because we both had color to develop, so why not? Yes. Yeah. And um, this is the part where I say that eventually we're going to do the reversal again because <laughs> we have to mention it on every dev party until we do we, it now. We will eventually do a reversal. And since we started talking about it, like several people have messaged me and sending sent me all these various ways that you can do reversal i have now forgotten all of them but i do know the one person's whose formula that i wanted to try so i'll be contacting you whenever we get around to this so i guess that wraps us up if you if you are interested in picking up one of my ecn2 kits i will be personally indebted to you to the tune of one ecn2 kit which i will mail out and send to you anywhere in the world they go for 21 dollars on my Etsy site, plus shipping for wherever you are. And that's it. They last about a month. We'll do 15 to 20 rolls. And it's a lot cheaper than sending it off to your local lab. Though if you do feel like supporting your local lab, please do. I think that's my sales pitch. I'm not very good at this. (laughs) I think it's pretty good. Cool. (laughs) All right. Let's sign off then, shall we? 
Okay. That sounds good. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next week. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The, the war going on between Gen Z and the millennials is fucking hilarious because nobody has ever had a problem with Gen X. And I don't understand why, because we are ridiculously problematic. <laughs> we, we are kind of let off the hook for a lot of stuff, and I don't understand why. Because we're fucking awful. Yeah.